Welcome to the Garbage Fire Podcast, a.k.a. MFKS Radio, on the airwaves dial at 487.52. Your pod is hosted by Kelsey and Megan, who are apparently getting back in the saddle today. (laughs) The Garbage Fire Pod is all about being unironically passionate to the point that you would dive into the dumpster for the things that you love. The unironically passionate thing is really going to be evident. (laughs) (laughs) ASAP here. Yeah, yeah. So, hi, it's been a while. Uh, Today is April 23rd, I believe. 24th? 24th. Um, Yeah. Anyway, life got in the way. Here we are. Um, Also, we had a visit, uh, an in-person visit at the end of March, and we talked for like four hours, and that probably killed the desire to podcast for a while. I think it did, because <laughs> like this for a long time was like our weekly catch up, and then it was yeah. bi weekly catch up, and then you were coming in person, and I was like, mm-hmm. well, what else is there to say on the podcast? Yeah, and we had, and, and I didn't want to like put any pressure on that and like try and record something that day, because I was like, no, let's just have a nice little visit. Yeah. Um, and it was a lovely little visit. It was. Oh, man. I hadn't talked to someone for that long, though. I was just, like, emotionally exhausted. Oh, yeah. I was, it was, uh, yeah, no, it was absolutely draining. And then the next day, I went and stopped at a friend's place uh, in Calgary. Um, she just had her third baby. He was, like, 10 days old, I think. Um, and so we just sat out in the front yard, her and I, and her husband, and <laughs> the two older boys, they're, like, seven and four, were inside the house, and there was just a lot of yelling. Um but uh, we sat outside for about an hour and caught up on some stuff. So it was like two two of those days uh, in a very short span. And I was just like, whew, I'm not doing this again for a while. I know. <laughs> We've really lost our capacity for endurance social interaction. Ten days old, though. That's a fresh one. Yeah, he was really fresh. Real cute. Real, real cute. All and boys, it's funny, too. Hey? All boys, yeah. Um, it's funny, too, because I remember when she had the first one. And, you know, and I mean, I don't know, you've been around enough first-time parents, I'm sure. And obviously you're about to be one, but, like, it's always funny to me, like, first-time parents, and then when they have a second kid and then a third kid, it's just like, well, if he falls off the couch, I guess he falls off the couch. Like, it's just a very different way of of looking at things, because you've been through all of, like, that paranoia that you're doing things wrong, or that, like, Mm -hmm. something that you've done is going to really negatively impact the child, to, like... Eh, yeah, let's eat some dirt. It's fine. Like, it's just a very... The spectrum is always a really interesting one, and it was really funny watching her, having seen her with both of the other boys when they were brand new. And then this was just like, yeah, well, just gonna hang on to him <laughs> barely with yeah. one hand for a while. Everything's fine. Yeah. How I've had it, like, explained to me by other people is your first baby is fragile, the second one is delicate, and the third one <laughs> is made out of, like, Corel. <laughs> yeah that sounds about right so um on that note um i thought it would be fun if we gave kelsey an opportunity to just unload a little bit about pregnancy and the reason is yesterday she sent me a photo that her husband took of her and then subsequently sent to his family and the what she said to me in the text message was uh, my husband took this picture of me, sent it to the family, and now we're getting a divorce. Um, and I thought it was really funny, so then I, like, actually made a caption on the photo. It's like, pregnancy is a nightmare. And I'm going to set a timer for, like, a minute and a bit-ish. I don't know. And I'm just going to let Kelsey unload a little bit about the things about pregnancy that are just the worst. Okay. I feel you should really hold me to a minute, because <clears throat> it's, yeah, we don't want to... Go I won't. Here. I won't interrupt you in the middle of a thought, but like I'll stop you right around a minute. 
Okay, and then okay. there will be reflection afterwards. Oh, of course, absolutely, and that'll then it'll take us to questions. Like we've got this all sorted out. <laughs> yes. Beautiful. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Go. Okay. First of all, the <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Oh no. Um, third trimester is the worst because you go to the doctor all the time and all they do is say, you cool. And you say, you cool. And then you go home and then you see them next week again. It's extremely stupid. The amount of people who want to have updates daily on what your body looks like and feels like is really fucked up. Your organs are all squished and doing normally bodily functions is (laughs) a thing of the past. As I've explained to Megan today, unfortunately, why we're doing a shorter episode. Um, The other people are getting vaccinated before me, which really fucking made me mad. But the fun part, I guess, is just seeing how really your body is changing and how your husband apparently just takes a single photo, doesn't put it past you for approval, and then just flashes it out to the whole universe. So that's, that's really great. And then you're just really great to reflect upon what a monster you've become in body and mind. Yeah, with I think parasite will... growing in you. I think we'll stop there. Uh, okay. Otherwise, otherwise it's going to get real dark. <laughs> I forgot about, I forgot about feet swelling Hand swelling, waking up in the middle of the, the night multiple times, baby hiccuping from inside you. Um, <laughs> there's, there's a lot more I could have said. Uh, Kelsey has also sent me a bunch of videos uh, of baby moving inside, mm-hmm. which is cool, but it's also a fucking nightmare. Like, so here's yeah. the thing. I have friends who have had multiple children And for, like, maybe one of their pregnancies, everything was, like, pretty okay. And then, like, the second one was just awful or vice versa. But I've had a couple friends whose pregnancies have just been, like, the easiest things imaginable. And I kind of feel like everybody hates them. (laughs) Yeah, those are, like, the Pinterest moms who are, like, woke up this morning feeling so blessed. Like, so so honored to be able to feel my baby move and we're bonding and she's like are you fucking kidding me i've got a 30 pound beach ball medicine ball attached to my spine right now and i literally can't get out of bed (laughs) (laughs) what about that is so much of a blessing (laughs) i don't understand Well, and then it always makes me wonder, like, hearing from you and hearing from other people who have had kids, like, how do people, like, have babies without having known that they were pregnant? Oh, God. That I have no fucking clue, Megan. That I don't understand at all. And my Instagram Explore page is just, like, a fucking disaster because occasionally I'll just, like, go onto a page that's just, like, all newborn babies and that's just, I don't know, something I need to see right now. (laughs) But then there's, like, these TikToks and stuff from people who are like, see these pictures? I was seven months pregnant and didn't know it. And I'm like, bitch, how? How? Yeah, I know. I was 25 pounds heavier at seven months pregnant. And, like, the pictures, they just look like a normal 
you know, 5'7", 135 pound, like, pretty slim person. Just like, With a no baby way. inside somehow. There's no way. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I, I, and it's, it's, there's that, but it's like the people that you hear the stories where they like, you know, had their baby in the bathroom at a mall because they thought they had to poop and all of a sudden there was a baby and they're like, oh, I didn't know I was pregnant. I'm like, how the fuck did you not know you were pregnant? How the fuck did you labor, labor in a toilet? Like labor is an hours long process. If you're lucky. Mm Mm-hmm. How can you do that? How can you not know? And, like, how can you not know when a baby is moving and kicking inside of you? Like, it's it's absurd. It's not anything like a normal bodily function that you've ever experienced in your life. I don't know how you could be so out of touch with your own body that you wouldn't notice these things. Well, that's kind of my thought. Like, yeah, you'd have to be... Yeah, like you haven't investigated your boobs getting huge and your nipples getting super dark and, oh, stuff leaking from your nipple. Like, how <laughs> how do you not notice those things? Uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, pregnancy sounds like a nightmare. Kelsey has done a very good job of assuring me that I've made the right choice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I hope other... I mean, I don't know, I just think it's kind of nice because, like I say, like you have these people who either don't want to talk about the gross things about it or, like, it was easy or whatever. They just don't want to admit that it was difficult or whatever it was. And so it has been quite refreshing to hear that, no, it's actually not that great. No, it's not. But I also don't, like, I absolutely don't want to be insensitive to people who have really struggled with fertility issues and are, you know, they're, they've spent you know, two or five or six or ten years trying to have a baby and that's that's heartbreaking and that's emotionally draining and I don't want them to feel as if I am not um, taking that into account about, like, what the experience is like because, like, honestly, we've been extremely lucky. I've had no complications whatsoever. Yeah. And a lot of terrible things can happen and, and that hasn't happened to me. So I can only speak from my experience And even though it's been really easy, it really fucking sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think that that about sums it up. I think for everything that you've told me, that that pretty much sums it up. Um, Three weeks to go, Megan. Three weeks to go. Three weeks to go. Very exciting. Uh, Also, uh, one of the other added bonuses of uh, Kelsey being pregnant is that her Wikipedia searches are absolutely fucking bananas. and so she'll send me stuff that she's looking at. And sometimes it's a very, like, rational sort of thought process. And other times I'm like, could you explain, please and thanks? <laughs> Why is this a thing that you're telling me? Uh, and then oftentimes as she searches through articles, she just sends me, like, oh, here's a potential baby name. And they're all absolutely absurd. Yeah, um, like, Stiff Ledbetter was still my favorite one. <laughs> it is such a good one. <laughs> It's such a good one. If you have a boy and that's not the middle name, I'm going to be very upset. No, we've already got everything figured out. And I haven't told anybody a fucking thing. And I just found out that my husband got uh, a patient's input on one of the names. And I guess the patient's like this really old Greek man. And he's like, oh, 
in Greek, this means blah, blah, blah. And that's very good. And I was like, what? (laughs) I feel so betrayed. That's funny. That's really funny. Um, and you don't know what you're having, right? Nope. Just hopefully a human baby? Hopefully a human baby. I, I promised my husband's grandmother I would give her the first baby girl in the family in three generations, and that was probably a mistake. (laughs) But, you know, here's hoping. Here's hoping. Um, well, I, we, yeah, I don't know when we're going to record again, and hopefully by the next time we do, we'll know when we'll have answers to all of our questions, and then the whole world can meet Stiff Ledbetter. (laughs) Stiff Ledbetter. And what was the other one I just sent you? Something Cummings? Yeah, it was real bad. (laughs) Oh, Clessy Cummings. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. That's a very good one. There's a lot of very good (laughs) joke names I've sent you over the past Yes. Ten weeks, even. Yeah, and they're all, like, joke names from, like, the 1910s. <laughs> oh, yeah, or Eudokia Macrambotisa. <laughs> yes, that was a good one. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, so anyway, hopefully, yeah, hopefully by the time, uh, by the time we do this again that there will be a baby. Yeah, hopefully, and... Because it's probably going to be, like, six weeks before we do this again, so, like, there better be a baby. Oh, for sure. If not, something something terrible has gone awry. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, there we are. This is Kelsey's uh, pregnancy adventure. Yay. <laughs> I really do wish, though, I had done a better job of, like, saving some of those things that you sent me and, like, screenshotting some of that stuff, because I absolutely would have, like, made you some kind of a slideshow of, like, this is what happened to you while you were pregnant. <laughs> oh, remember when I went through every single pope? <laughs> The biography of every single pope. (laughs) I sure do. (laughs) Yeah, that was good. That was was very enjoyable. Uh, We talked a lot about that. We also talked about, like, British monarchs um, at one point in time. And how they're all just terrible. And a lot about Ireland, too. Yeah, yeah, lots lots about Ireland. Oh, man. Yeah, no, the... And I've just learn to roll with it because I'm sure there's a reason that she has the question so I'm like alright let's do this <laughs> sure see what happens yeah you know just trying to uh, make each Groundhog Day go by in some way <laughs> you know what yeah Groundhog Day is the theme uh, of this because guess what I'm teaching online again super good mm-hmm. um, we are supposed to be online until May the 5th which is a Thursday uh, and I think that's the dumbest thing in the world. I hope they give us the extra four days and we don't go back until the 10th. Um, just because. Yeah, or the 9th or whatever. Because it's absolutely stupid. Um, just to give us an extra four days away from people and that kind of thing. But yeah, you know, things are out of control. And uh, so Edmonton Public and Edmonton Catholic and I believe Elk Island starts online on Monday. And I know Fort McMurray went online as of Thursday as well. Um... Yeah, so we've been teaching online. Calgary Republican Catholic are teaching online right now. So the mm-hmm. five biggest school boards in the province are teaching their kids online because they don't have any subs. Yeah. Um, it's good. Everything's wonderful. Yeah, case counts are bad, but vaccinations are more important than ever and more available than ever. So get your shit together. I'm getting my first one tomorrow. Thank Christ. Yep. And do it to protect yourselves and others. 
in, yeah. including this parasite within me. It's true. It's true. And it's important uh, that you do that because at some point in time, I would like to, oh, I don't know, possibly hug a person again, maybe. Oh, God. Like, yes. just once? Just once. I can't really hug right now, though. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I have new babies that I would like to cuddle with. So, like, let's get on this, please and thank you. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, life is a nightmare. And I was yesterday uh, and the day before between my two cl- morning class and an afternoon class. Um, one kid turned on their camera between the two days. So that was fun. Oh. Uh, so I talked to a computer screen for approximately nine hours between the two days. Um, have no idea if anyone learned. Seriously, I don't know how you manage. That would literally emotionally crush me. It's draining. It is absolutely draining to do so. Um, yeah, super fun. And uh, I think my hope anyway is that we'll get back into the school and then our May long weekend, we get like an extra long weekend with an extra day in lieu and all this kind of stuff. Hopefully I can just make it from the time we go back to May long weekend with no trouble. That's all it, which is only two weeks. So like if I can just get through that two weeks, then I don't care what happens in June. Also like not a lot to ask. <laughs> just give me two normal weeks, please. Can yeah, you just have two normal weeks? We don't have to think about all of this stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I'm really quite looking forward to summer. Um, probably going to still teach summer school which is all online and that's okay i've done it before i've taught the course before not a big deal um work is over by one i can have all my work done by like 1 30 and then mm-hmm. i'm done for the day yes i don't have to be around people Although, didn't Tam say if we get vaccinations up to 70%, they can feel good about nationally recommending less restrictions? Yes. Yes, except we live in Alberta, and so that's, <sighs> my, that's my thoughts on that. <laughs> <You know. laughs> I'm not convinced that that message is going to make it through, uh, through like the pickup truck exhaust and stuff, so... Uh, just gonna <laughs> I was gonna say something else, but I thought that was a little mean. So that's, that's where I'm going with that. Um yeah, so that's that's my hope. I just wanna get through the school year. And like you know, teaching is exhausting. We've talked about this on here before. I have never in my life been so tired at the end of like a week ever. Yeah. Every I can week imagine. is just exhausting and then the weekends do not feel like restorative because it's like, oh, all of the shit I should have done during the week, like I don't know, groceries and vacuum my house and clean the bathrooms and all that kind of stuff that I had zero energy for. Mm-hmm. Now I need to do it all to like make myself feel like a human being. And then by the time Sunday night rolls around, it's like ten thirty, eleven o'clock maybe, and I'm like, Oh yeah, I should probably think about going to bed and then I lie awake until two and it just starts over again. I know. Super good. The concept of us having, well, not us, the, you know, the universal us, having two days of supposed rest to make up for five days of work is the biggest scam the devil pulled, I tell you. Well, and when you think about it, it was like the two days of rest is based on essentially like a two-person household. Yeah. Where 
you either share those jobs or somebody does those jobs during the week and the other person goes to work. And it assumes you don't have any other actual work to do on the weekend, which yeah. we know is horseshit. Yeah, absolutely. I've done a pretty good job this year of trying not to do schoolwork uh, on the weekends because I'm like, no, I, I at least need like some separation that way. And especially now that I'm working from home again, I just need to, yeah, need to not. So I made a deal with one of the guys that I work with that, cause I don't mind going in and like seeing people once in a while. It's fine. And even if there's no kids around, it's like nice to have some human contact. Um, but I made a deal with him that shut my alarms off and if I wake up in time to come to work then I can think about it but if I like sleep in like I did yesterday until 8 30 there's no point yeah that's fair if I can work from home just do it and it just that took some pressure off to like think about how before the kids come come back just to like get my room ready and stuff mm -hmm. it's also nice just to have that a little bit of getting out of your home, change of yeah. scenery sort of thing, even if it is just to work. Yeah, yeah. And it's, and I mean, and even though if we're working from home, I'm always more productive if I go into school. Yeah. Because, like, my couch is very comfortable and I don't have one at school, so. That's true. <laughs> like, that's pretty that much it. That would be like, dangerous it's, for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's real bad news. Like, um, because we're online and just because of, you know, reasons, I'm going to do my film study with my English class. And so like next Friday is the day that they're going to, or this coming Friday, I guess is the day that they're going to watch. So I'm going to be like, Hey guys, here you go. See you Monday. Yeah. And that's my day. Right. So like, I don't, yeah, I don't need to be there, which is fine. But also like if I'm at home, um, I'll just have a nap for two and a half hours. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, you will. So that might be the day that I'll go into work and do some things. It's very well, I smart. I don't have to teach. Yeah. So that's that's what's happening school-wise. It's good. Everything's good. Everything's awesome. I'm going to complain about one more thing, and then we're going to move on. The thing that drives me the absolute most nuts is if someone's like, hey, how are things going? And, like, I'm at the point now where I'm not pretending anymore. Like, usually at work, I'm like, ah, just living the dream, guys. And we all laugh about it, because we all know that means, like, everything is on fire. Um, but if I say that to someone not at work, it doesn't, they're like, oh, okay. You're like, um, bad! <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, no. So, I've just started being very, very honest with people about, like, and so yesterday, uh, last night, one of my Twitter buds asked me um, a question, how I was doing, and, uh, and I was just like, well, um... Teaching from home again, everything is awful. Uh, the only good thing is I still have a job and don't have to worry about how I want to pay my bills, but I talked to a computer for four hours today, and I want to cry. Mm -hmm. And his response, this is not the person that you're thinking that it is, by the way, uh, his response was, well, just so you know, like, you know, the work you do is appreciated. And I'm like, in my head. And then I just finally said the thing I was thinking. I was like, I appreciate the sentiment, but that does not make my job any easier. No. Like, it's, it's nice, nice to hear. But also, like, why bother saying it? Like, unless yeah. you're going to do something to make my job easier at this point in time, I don't even, I don't need it. Because, like, if you think that my work is worth appreciating, write your fucking MLA. That's, oh, that's where I'm at right now. I, I, and I don't mean to, like, discourage people from saying nice things to, like, you know, the sort of essential workers in their lives. But that's not what I'm getting at. right? Like, they're yes. just... There's so little, it's been such a hard, like, the last five years in education have been so fucking hard that it's just like, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Say I'm appreciated, but I know I'm not, and the government yeah. clearly doesn't think so, so. Yeah. Thanks. 
Yeah, and like, and it was just, it was just funny, and I've, I've been pretty good about like not, you know, being that blunt with people, but I was just like, no, absolutely not. Um, today was terrible, and I mean, it, the kids seem nice and whatever, but like, I talked to a computer for four hours, and I was just like, oh, <sighs> fine. Um, but yeah, and then, and then, uh, I was just sort of like, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> Maybe got a little bit real there. And then we got talking about whether or not kids should, like, have to have their cameras on while they're learning from home. And I was like, look, that's not the hill I'm ever going to die on. But it would be nice to see them and know that they're reacting to things. Mm-hmm. Like you would if they're in person. I said, I have no idea what they're doing for those two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Especially if they don't put anything in the chat and they, like, don't respond. Or it's like, uh, Google Meet has a function now where kids can raise their hand. Yeah. Uh, and it just shows that they've raised it, which is, it's nice because you can actually see it. Uh, and even I'll say, okay, raise your hand if you think this. And I was like, it's, you know, whatever. And there'll be some kids who just won't do that. Like, fuck. Right? And I'm so like, are they asleep? Are they playing video games? Are they there? Did they just log in because it was time they to log in and they to. walked away? Yeah. Or like, yeah. And so I said to him, I was like, I don't need them on camera for while they're working and stuff. But while I'm talking, I would love to see their faces. A hundred percent. Isn't it so funny how, like, when the pandemic started and, like, everybody was doing, like, Zoom meetups and stuff like that, we were just like, oh, technology is, like, we've been talking about it as, you know, the replacement for human connection. And then suddenly when we weren't allowed human connection, it was just, like, this great way to keep in touch. And then... It was like, actually, no, it's just, it's literally just Black Mirror. We've literally created it in the real world. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's one of the, yeah, it's, it's an interesting, like, thing. And over the year, like, there's that whole question of, like, Zoom fatigue and all of that stuff. And, like, it, it is absolutely a thing. Um, and just the idea. There's, like, and there, I mean, I trust the kids that I teach and stuff, but there's a small part of me that's, like, is somebody recording this? I know. That's, that's... That's what I don't like is, like, sure, they're protecting their privacy, but you have no idea what's going yeah. on. And I can't How can really you protect, protect yourself? No. Which is one of the reasons why teaching online from school is also a little bit less stressful that way, because I'm just at school. Right. And it's not, there's nothing, like, it's not about protecting my privacy. Sure, the camera shows, like, the books that I have on the shelf behind me. That's it. Like, there's nothing about that. So, it, yeah, it's just an, it's just a weird time. Um, but yeah, if you're listening to this, uh, COVID related, I suppose, get your vaccine. Don't mm-hmm. shop around. Just go get one. And don't be one of those people who's waiting for the good one. They're all better than getting COVID. Yes, they are all, they are all better than getting COVID. My husband is a physician and both his parents got AstraZeneca and they are fine. And they know that it's so much better being 75% protected against something than zero get your fucking vaccine yeah do that and also like if you feel that you know your government wherever you may be should be doing more things for uh, unemployed people or essential workers or you know mandating that people in certain professions uh have access to vaccines before other people or things like that write your elected representative figure out how to contact them and send them an email and guess what there is somebody in their staff who has to get back to you because that is their job yep yep yep, yep. so so do it and hold them to account and if you're here in alberta um i will on our Twitter, I'll put out a link for how you can contact all of your elected representatives because I spent some time putting together a spreadsheet. Ooh, amazing, Megan. Amazing. And I 
And I sorted it in three different ways. One by the constituency, one by the MLA's last name, and then I put the cabinet ministers and the opposition critics in a different one. That's awesome. So anyway, if that's only for Alberta, I'm not doing any of the other provinces or anywhere else. You can sort that out on your own. Um, But we'll make that readily available to you if that is a thing that you are interested in. Um, All right, let's carry on. I do want to talk about a... I do want to talk about a book that I just read. Okay. And as I was reading it, I was like, oh my God, Kelsey would hate this book. (laughs) Um, It's not bad. No, no, it's not. It's not a bad book. It's called Little Cruelties. And the author, her name is Liz Nugent. And she is a, an Irish author. And what's really funny about that is that, um, I didn't realize that she was Irish and I didn't realize that the book was set in mostly in Dublin until I actually started reading it. Um, and I just, I was intrigued by the premise and I was like, Oh, this sounds like a good book. And then I started reading it and I was like, Oh, set in Dublin. Isn't that fun? Uh, it's called little cruelties and it's about these three brothers, um, who at the end of the book, one of them ends up dead. So it's like in that kind of genre that I've been reading a lot of lately. Um, but there's no indication as to which one it's going to be until the very, very end. Um, and it was really interesting and it was really, really well done. But the one brother, the oldest one, his name is Will. You would have just, you would hate him so much because he's just such a piece of shit. He's a film producer and he like yes. definitely, yes, exactly. He, exactly. He, he is, he definitely uses his position to like take advantage of women and all of these sorts of things. Um, and, but in the, like in the, within the family dynamic, the youngest one feels like he's unloved like from a very, very young age. And so he acts out in particular ways because of that. The middle one is very much like your typical middle child, kind of gets away with a bunch of stuff that the older one couldn't, but mm-hmm. like, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Um, but the resolution was really, really interesting. And it, it I, the, the story was quite like tightly woven. And then it just sort of unraveled with about, I don't know, maybe 20% of the book left. And it, the, the conclusion, I read it Wednesday and Thursday because Wednesday afternoon we had a PD day. And so I went over to mom and dad's and sat in the backyard and read for a while because it was sunny and I got a sunburn. And then Thursday it snowed because it's Alberta. Um, But I finished it on Thursday night and I was like, yeah, I would read more of her stuff. But mate, I don't think you would like this particular book. Because Will, Will really sucked. But the story was really well done. You know, what's funny is that I forgot to tell you this but i read mr mercedes okay and then i read about i'd say a third of finders keepers yep and that was as far as i can make it because those two fucking characters who discover this man's life's work and feel like they know the true the true story of what the character's literary arc is and they know it better than the author themselves i was just like this is the most like insufferable white men shit i have ever fucking read (laughs) and i legit returned it like two weeks early to the library i couldn't even make it through i was like there's no way it didn't even get to the goddamn detective part yet I couldn't handle it. So I don't think I can make it through that book that you're talking about. No, it's... Well, and the way that it's told is that it's told the three brothers, they each have their sex. So it's like the first third-ish of the book is Will, who's the oldest. And it's like... And it it flies back and forth from like their childhood into like, 
you know, 2018 and then back to like 1994. And so like mm. it, it does a really interesting stuff. So the, the three boys tell, they each have their own like perceptions of these same events. So you, you read about them like three different times. Gotcha. Which is kind of interesting, but each of them gets like a separate section. Cause sometimes in those kind of books you'll have like, you know, a chapter from one and then chapter from another and a chapter. But this one is like, here's Will's section and here's Brian's section and here's Luke's section. And then it kind of goes through. And they each know, like, different family secrets. And they oh, each yeah. know, like, different amounts of certain things and whatnot, which is really interesting to kind of piece together. But the one who is dead, I could, like, there was no way of knowing the way that it was all talked about. I was like, I have no idea who it's going to be. And was this, like, a death via another brother's hand situation or unrelated? Uh, it was related to family. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it was... It, the premise was really, really interesting, and then it was just funny that all of a sudden it, it, like, turned out to be set in Ireland. And I was like, oh, even better. Isn't this great? Um, but yeah, it was good. I It was it was a nice, like, quick read, because I don't have the capacity for, like, longer stuff right now, so it was a nice little quick read. Um, and now I'm working on Anxious People by Frederick Bachman. Excellent. Which uh, is quite good. He's the one who wrote Beartown, and... Um, us, as, us against you, yeah. Yeah. Have you read Beartown? Have we talked about that before? It's literally on my shelf. I bought it, oh. I think, a calendar year ago. Oh, okay. Um, um, yeah, and Anxious People, I'm about, I don't know, a third of the way in, and it's very, very good. I quite like it. I'm just recalling, before we move on to questions, I'm just recalling one of those other wikipedia things i sent to you and i really really want to get it word for word with what i sent because you said it was the funniest thing i've ever said okay um god damn it <laughs> vanderbilt's <laughs> like <laughs> there's so much shit in here that i've read about that you have read about so much just in and out in and out of my brain. It's gone. It's 100% gone. Um, I think it was something along the lines of in all of history of <laughs> the biggest bitches is Gore Vidal number one. <laughs> yes! <laughs> that is absolutely yes. That was a conversation that uh, we Oh man. But I'm back 10 days and I still can't find it. So <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> but my point still stands. Oh, it was... Yeah, I don't remember exactly what you were looking for or why. Oh, I remember. I was listening to a podcast about Truman Capote. And they were yes. talking about... Because I just love... You and I, I think, have discussed this before about, like, the bon vivants don't really exist in the world now like they did as literary bon vivants like Truman Capote or like Oscar Wilde and like how dare we how dare we (laughs) shudder their light (laughs) you know um what a delight to the world they would be but and then it was just like oh there are feuds with these people these people and I was like oh okay I don't think I've read anything by Gore Vidal so let's look at his wiki page and then it's just like eight feuds that he had and I was like well (laughs) see a bitch know a bitch be a bitch you know yeah I found it because you said in the rankings of biggest bitch in history Gore Vidal has to be at the top yes and my reply was this is the funniest thing you've ever said (laughs) 
And then I was like, context, because this is what I'm talking about. These are the things that, like, she will send me. And I'm like, sure, there must be a reason. And, and it's then, like 1230 at night. Yeah. Th- no, this one was only at, like, 10 o'clock. This one was oh, pretty really? early, actually. Yeah. And then you said, yeah, podcast about Truman Capote, which led me to Gore Vidal because of the feud. And then you said, and I swear there has never been a more vocal and wrong person than Gore Vidal. And then I thought that was true. And I laughed and you asked if you were wrong. And I was like, no, no, you're correct. <laughs> you're absolutely correct. Um, yeah, no, it's just so funny every once in a while, the stuff that, the stuff that comes. Like, it's just, it's so, so, so funny. Yeah. It's like the only thing that if I still had Twitter, these are the things that probably would get those, <laughs> those likes and those retweets, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Okay, questions. All right, so where oh, where did my note go? I started writing them down. I was talking to somebody the other day, and I was like, you know it would be really fun? If we had you as a guest on the podcast, and we asked you all of the questions that you've sent us. Um, oh. And I don't have all of them, but I have, like, a number, so I feel like we could probably... That could be something to that would be kind of fun. Yeah, like, oh, you're going to quiz us? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, you're going to torture us with some of that shit? Here you go, sir. Um, okay, if you could... Li- this is a question that I forgot the last time, and I felt really bad about it. If you could live in a movie for one day, which would you pick? Oh, right. I remember you texted me this ahead of time to think about, and then we didn't record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, for one day to live in. Jurassic Park. Yeah, for sure. I think that I would think... be super fun, like, just to see the things in the... Di- and then you could just leave without dying. Yeah. Probably. Ideally. I think it would have to be, like, the... Yeah, it's the only answer, really, right? Like, what in what other... Well, there's a lot of different movies where you can, like, totally experience a different world, but not totally experience a, a different history like that that would yeah i think that would be i think that would have to be the one as long as you're there like i and the day it has to be the day when they arrive at the park yeah and all of the wonder the only other one i was thinking of was lion witch in the wardrobe when uh lucy comes out of the wardrobe and into narnia i think like to just experience the first that, day of tubness, yeah yes would be super super cool um <laughs> okay I don't, this is a question, I guess, about haunting people from the grave. I don't remember all of the context. I feel like this is maybe from Malcolm. Um, perhaps? I don't know. Uh, it's, it says here, I'm 10,000% certain Jackie O made Trump get COVID because they killed her Rose Garden, and with that, the physical remembrance of her family's tragic time in the White House. And then the question is, who else do you think haunts people from beyond the grave? Oh, yeah, that was from Malcolm. That's true. <laughs> but I, like, I, can't I don't fucking believe they ripped up like all those first ladies, trees and gardens and everything just to put fucking plain grass down. They are just the most classless people of all time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was watching a Seth Meyers thing last night. Uh, he does this like corrections thing and that it's only a part of like his digital whatever so it's only oh, online. Yes, yes. Oh my god I just I was just sending you the link to one from this week. The jokes were they were so funny and they're so much funnier because there's no audience. I know and I think deadpan. Yeah and every once in a while you'll hear like a couple crew members kind of chuckling but like for the most part it's just dead silence. Yeah. And it, but he did make a comment about um about the Trumps just being like a paid family. Mm-hmm. 
And I was just like, yeah, that is absolutely, absolutely 100% correct. Um, okay, this is stemming back to our in-person visit. What is on the other side of your belly button? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do know the answer now. <laughs> oh, well, please tell us, because we were trying, because uh, you asked, was it you asked your husband? Yeah, the one day... I, I don't, this was like forever ago too. I don't know why we were talking about this during our visit, but I had asked him that like, I don't know, two years ago or whatever the fuck. And it was the first time I would ask him a question where he didn't just have like an encyclopedic response. He was like, huh, well, <laughs> I get like, he really had to work hard to figure out the anatomy of it, but it's essentially just like there used to be blood vessels going all the way to your, I believe it's the vena cava from when you were a baby. Uh, and then all those blood vessels just closed off and it's just, it's just skin under there. Interesting. Just skin and fascia and dead cells. Cause we were, we were positing that it was all sorts of things. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I think what brought it on is, like, I can see the inside of my belly button now, and it's never been cleaner. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And then we, and then you told me that you asked Chris what was on the other side, and I was like, huh, that's a thing I have legitimately never thought about. No. You don't really think about your belly button in day-to-day life. No, you? why would you? You, you shouldn't. Uh, okay, so I guess carrying on with this vein, why are human babies useless for so long? Oh, yeah, this was another long conversation we had, didn't we? Yeah, we did. And it's just a question that I think is just worth uh, it's worth talking about. Because human babies are absolutely useless. Well, our goddamn heads are so goddamn big. Our brains are so goddamn undeveloped by the time mm-hmm. we're out. And so are all our stupid bones and limbs and muscles and everything. Like, we're literally yeah. the most useless species on Earth. It's true, because, like, we were, we were talking about giraffes is where we got to this. I remember that part. Because giraffes just have, have their babies drop them six feet to the ground, and then baby giraffes start to walk. Yeah, it's, they sure it's, do. It's very simple. Uh, and human babies, like, you can't leave a baby unattended for, like, four seconds because it might die. Yeah, and you literally, they can't regulate their temperature. They can't even... Like, other animals are able to move to the mother to feed. They can't even do that. Yep. They're just so (laughs) useless. And we think of ourselves as the superior species on the planet. And it's just like, well, sure, we've got toilets. I'll give you that. That's, like, pinnacle of everything, I think. It's true. Is indoor plumbing. You know what? I would agree with you. I think... Uh, I think that's probably the thing that we've done best. And, like, insulation. You know, to keep us warm. I think we've done a good job. I'm going to send you a quiz, because uh, it's about potatoes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is... Super relevant to what we're talking about. Reasonably right on brand. Well, it's in, it's in my list. I have, like, a, a note, just in, like, the notes app. And every time we get questions sent in, that's where I put them. And if I find, like, any BuzzFeed quizzes or whatever that I think are, like, worth talking about, I put <laughs> them in there right. as well. Um, and so they just, they just sit there because then every once in a while we might need a filler. I have two more questions, but I want to do the potato quiz first. Oh, okay. So let's do Are that. Are we doing so it for each other? 
Yeah, I'll put in your answers and you can put in mine. Okay. Oh, Anderson Cooper just going hard on some fries there in the photo. There we go. So pick a fry. Steak fries, crinkle cut fries, waffle fries, or sweet potato fries. Oh, goodness. Um, I would say waffle fries. I know. Why aren't curly on here? Like That's a good, that's a good question. But anyway, with these ones, I'm going to say waffle fries. Yeah, me too. Pick a mash. Smooth, chunky mashed sweet potatoes or cheesy mashed potatoes? Cheesy. Hello. Um, I'm just going to take the smooth ones. Really? Yeah. You okay. can put cheese in them, but they better be smooth. Yeah, that's fair. Pick a chip. Kettle chips, ruffled chips, sweet potato chips, barbecue chips. Barbecue chips. What the fuck? Like, these are terrible options. Why is sweet potato a third... Option like I, every single one of these. So here's, I mean, they're all plain chips except for the barbecue chips. Why couldn't you pick like a different kind? Anyway, Flavor. I'm gonna take. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna take barbecue chips. I'll take ruffle. Okay. Side dish: tater salad, roasted taters, hash browns, or potato pancakes. Where's my fucking scallop potatoes? I'm gonna say roasted potatoes. Yeah, I gotta do this. One. Pick an appetizer. Potato skins, Hasselback potatoes, tater tots, or loaded cheese fries. Like, potato skins appetizer, sure. These other ones... <laughs> I mean, cheese fries could be an appetizer if you, like, share them with other people. Or you could just make it a meal all by itself. Exactly. Um, I'm gonna say tater tots. I'm gonna say tater skins. Okay. Pick a baked potato. Plain baked potato with butter, loaded baked potato, twice baked potatoes, or a baked sweet potato. What the fuck is with the sweet potatoes? I don't know. My choice would be twice baked. I wouldn't have to go with the same. Yeah? Yep. And a fancy potato dish. I don't even know what some of these are. Uh, Duchess potatoes, fondant potatoes, potatoes, dauphinoise, or pomme aligo. What the fuck is pomme aligo? It looks I don't know. Like- um, it's like there's dough involved somehow. Looks like dumplings. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. I think based on what I'm seeing here, I'm gonna go with Duchess potatoes. I'm gonna go with Duffinoise. Because I like the crispy edges on those potatoes. Oh, I didn't even look at what the result was gonna tell us. I was just like, sure, I'll look at some potatoes. <laughs> Best quality, apparently. Okay, you are artistic. You have the mind of an artist. You're wildly creative and always have new ideas. That sounds like a lie. Um, yours, apparently you're brave. (laughs) (laughs) The way that you said that was a stab to the heart, Megan. Uh, You're never scared to try new things or take big risks. Nothing is too unfamiliar or risky and you live your life with a reckless abandon. No, just fundamentally untrue. <laughs> I really like if you look at the, because I'm in the BuzzFeed app, if you look at the more like this, it's just potatoes. All potatoes. <laughs> yeah. So like, many potato quizzes. <laughs> my favorite one is check off all the ways you've eaten potatoes and we'll reveal what type of friend you are. And let's the examples do... are mom friend or wise friend. Okay, I let's do that one right now. <laughs> Oh, so you just really... Oh, my God. There's so many options here, though. Okay. Are we just doing it one by one, yes or no? Yeah. Okay. And I'll... Yeah, I'll hit yours and you hit mine. Okay. Okay. Baked potato? Yes. Yes. 
mashed potato, mashed potato obviously. Yes. Boiled, boiled potatoes. Yes. French fries. Yep. Tots. Yep. Skins. Yep. Honestly, are we ever gonna get one of these that we haven't eaten? Potentially. There's one I've seen down here in the below that I don't know what it is, so yes. Okay. Scalloped potatoes, potatoes, obviously. Yes. Twice baked, yes. Yes. Hash browns, Hash... Yes. yes. Grilled, yes. Yep. Tater salad? Yep. I'm actually, no, I fucking hate tater salad. Oh, I love potato salad. It's one of my favorite things. Um, Soup? Yep. Yep. Roasted? Didn't we already do yes. that? Yes. Yes. No key, no, yes. Yes. I actually haven't had latkes. I have. Potato chips, yes. What the fuck is a tornado potato? See, is that's... it like at the fair where it's all twisted around a stick? Maybe? I don't know. Have you had poutine before? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, Hasselback potatoes? I've actually never had them. I've never had them. I'm sure I would like them, but I've they just seem like a lot of work to make the slices so thin. Yeah. Uh, smashed potatoes, yes. Roasty? I don't know what that is. I feel like, isn't that the same as smashed? Maybe? I don't know. So, I, I don't know. No. I don't know. Patatas bravas? I don't know what that is either. No. Uh, potato wedges, yes. Cheese fries? Yes. Raw? I've never eaten a raw potato. I've eaten slices of raw potato. Yeah, but, like, maybe when I was, like, a child, but I've never intentionally, like, eaten a raw potato, you know? (laughs) Like a fucking apple? Just give me some. (laughs) Yeah, no, I've never done that. And uh, curly fries, obviously. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. I think we're going to be extremely similar here. Okay, uh, you are the wise friend. Yes, same. Uh, you have a lot of potato dishes and your friends love you because you give great recommendations. That's a terrible qualifier. You know what's really sad, though, is it says you checked more than 88% of quiz takers. <laughs> <laughs> That's because potatoes are the greatest food in the world. Yeah, um, potatoes are life. So versatile. Okay, I have two, I have two more questions. Uh, one, what see polo michael jordan and try another sport oh. huh. Huh. i'd like to see Sidney crosby play baseball because of the pants <laughs> i feel like would just be like a super fun thing uh-huh i've also seen like what there have been times where the penguins have gone like to the pirates stadium and they've done like batting practice and stuff and he's just like Dingers. Yeah, yeah, of course he does. Um, but like I that yeah, there's that. I wouldn't mind seeing like you're gonna roll your eyes at me again. I'd like to see Aaron Judge play football. It was a thing that like he did in high school. Yeah, and I was had scholarships for. I think that would be kind of kind of fun to see. I feel like it would be really interesting to see like some soccer players do track. Oh, yeah. Like, Anthony Davies is just, like, the Mm -hmm. fastest fucking guy. I'd love to see, like, how he would line up. Because what's so interesting about soccer players is they're on the field the whole time, whereas sprinters, you rest until bang. And Mm -hmm. yet, soccer players still have to put on that third gear, which is why I feel like it would be so interesting to see them go 
head to head. Well, I, I remember, like, you say that about sprinters. I think that's really interesting because um, I remember reading something, an article or an interview with Usain Bolt, yeah. and somebody asked him, like, what his time was for the mile, and he's like, I've never run a mile. Yeah, of course. Why would he run a mile? Yeah. Which I just thought, like, I know he doesn't have to, which obviously makes, like, all of the sense in the world. But it was just, like, a really interesting, you know, thing to think about because I'd never really considered that before. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, anyway, so there's that. And then the last question. I think, again, uh, this was inspired by our in-person visit. Why does anyone live anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't I remember I ask myself why. that every day, really. I've asked oh. myself that a lot in the last two weeks because the weather has been absolutely mental a fucking roller coaster but i just yeah. had a really good idea for other athletes playing other sports okay <laughs> can you imagine like <laughs> the i don't know the top five nba all-stars doing a fucking rowing team together no the boat would sink <laughs> <laughs> but say they were in a boat that wouldn't sink do you think that because they're just like so upper strength, do you think they could just blast it through the water? No, because so much of that power is like driven through their legs. Yeah, I guess that's true. But also, I think, no, the reason that they couldn't has nothing to do with athletic ability. It has to do with like... Buoyancy? Well, no, it, not even that. It has to do with like being team oriented or not. And I feel like if you took the actual like top five... NBA All-Stars, the answer is no. Because <laughs> they would yeah. not listen They would not listen to the little dude at the front. With the bullhorn in their face? Yeah, they would not be listening to that. And they would just, they would not keep pace. There was, I don't think that would happen. Okay, interesting. I'm just I trying think, to think of, like... I think it would be hilarious to watch. I think it would be yes. super funny to watch, like, Taco Fall try and, like, dive off a 10-meter platform. Oh, like man, shit like that would be, swimming shit like that would be super fun i think i think it would be fun to watch literally any professional athlete try and swim <laughs> just try yeah just try yeah i think it would be fun to watch that because i feel like very few of them can and you i don't know what would be radical I, though is like fucking freestyle snowboarders just doing fucking flips and tricks and shit off of a high dive that would yes, be radical that would be super but the fun. splashes would be i'd say oh, fatal oh maybe not fatal but <laughs> definitely someone would get hurt yeah yeah um yeah they would try like all sorts of all sorts of cool stuff but yeah i think it would be fun to watch i think like a i think that kind of like other sport would be interesting because it's not something that you know, and I don't have any empirical evidence to suggest that I'm correct, but I feel like I'm pretty right about swimming ability. It's tough. Yeah, it's, like it's a different. It's it's different than like sprinting. Yes. Oh, one hundred percent. Because it requires. 100%. Yeah, I think that would be fun. Um, but yeah, I was just as soon as I was like, yeah, taco fall off like a ten meter platform. Let's see it. Let's do it. I think it would just be like I don't even know how to envision it because it would just be like limbs. But can I don't you also like think he'd have time? Fucking shack on like the uneven bars. Just <laughs> no. dream with me for a second here. Okay, I'm I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming. <laughs> so we find some uneven bars that are big enough. First of all, yeah. that's the biggest challenge. We may yeah. have to go to Russia for this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> They're actually Secondly, steel steel beams. No give. <laughs> steel beams. Shack can't melt, melt steel beams. 
<laughs> and then there has to be some sort of pulley system, I think, to get the momentum <laughs> <laughs> adequate to get him moving from bar to bar. But wouldn't you fucking pay like a $10 pay-per-view to watch that shit? I would pay maybe more than ten dollars to watch that <laughs> shit on pay per view. I think that would be super fun. Um, yeah, because it also would, for something like that, it would also have to be an athlete that like doesn't mind making a spectacle of themselves, like in 100%. that kind of way, and failing at something and whatnot. Um, so my serious answer: Sidney Crosby playing baseball. Uh, my or like Aaron Judge playing football or something like that. But like, yeah, I think that would be kind of fun to watch. Um, the fun answer is Shaq on the uneven bars against I, a three foot four <laughs> Chinese child. No, the fun answer is Shaq on a balance beam. Let's like let's just <laughs> lean him right into just, it. Just, think... just do one jump. Just do yeah. one jump, Shaq. <laughs> and it's actually a steel beam. It's <laughs> not a regular balance beam. That is a hundred percent like a reinforced steel beam because Shaq oh. is a giant. See, if Make-A-Wish kids really wanted to fucking <laughs> get wild, <laughs> this is what I would 100% request. Because <laughs> that's a fucking wish, my dude. Yeah, that's that a would wish be... to some <laughs> superior being beyond. Yeah, that would be, that would be sure. Oh, God, that would be something, all right. And you could make, like, a, it could be, like, a fundraising spectacle, too. Oh, for sure. Shaq's so all about that stuff. He'll shield for anybody, bro. <laughs> yeah, so many people would want to see that happen. Or something like that happen. I also think someone like him, like, water skiing would be fun. Mm. Just just even, like, the initial, like, getting up on the skis. Yeah. You is know, it possible? I, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, how is this going to work? I think those sorts of things would be would be super fun. Just They'd because... have to, like, cut down that tallest redwood in California to make the water skis big enough. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Steel skis. We got it. Don't worry. Steel skis! <laughs> no, they're like a surfboard for each fucking foot. <laughs> yes. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Yeah, he's got, like, a paddleboard or, like, a kneeboard or whatever <laughs> on each foot. That's what he needs. Oh, man. Like, just this, this should be an animated TV series of just, like cartoon shack doing stuff yeah that's true i don't want cartoon shack though i want his real body on the line (laughs) everything else cartoon but shack is real Um, he has on tnt he'll do these like shacked in a fool essentially they're like sports bloopers where people just act ridiculous and you know make mm -hmm. mistakes and i'm thinking shack put your fucking money where your mouth is you do a shacked in a fool Six episode miniseries, me and Megan will produce it. <laughs> we need $10 million. Sharks. And <laughs> go. And here I have one more question that I saw on Twitter the other day, but I didn't write down. Okay. You can recast any movie that you want where all of the characters are Muppets except for one. Which movie is it? And I have the only correct answer, I think. You're the only correct answer? I don't know if it's the only correct one, but I think it would just be absolutely hilarious. Schindler's List. Jesus Christ, no. My my thought before you just did that was John Wick. Oh my god. 
That's very good. I was stuck between Schindler's List and Titanic, and I think I chose the correct choice. I think you chose the correct choice, but, like, did you? (laughs) You're thinking about it now, though, aren't you? I am. Well, so the question is, then, like, which character stays human? The little girl in the red coat. (laughs) Fuck. Everything else is Muppets. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, I just think, yeah, and John... T- and on Titanic, of course, it's Kathy Bates. Yeah, oh, for sure, there's no she question She stays Kathy mind. Bates. It's no question in my mind. Um, or the guy who yells iceberg right ahead. Those are the only two <laughs> options. <laughs> because I think if it was that guy, it would just be all Muppets, except for him, yeah. in that one scene. Because <laughs> then you're like, well, this is understandable. Like, of course, this got fucked up. Everybody's Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Way less tragic that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just think like John Wick fighting Muppets. There's something about that. There's uh, there's something about that that would be super fun to watch. It would be. That's very true. Um. All right. Well, that's that. That was a short one today because uh, you got things to do. <laughs> I got things to do and body fluids to move around. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be the episode title. I gotta like rework it in my head a little bit. Um, okay, so uh, you can find our things on the internet uh, where you find podcasts, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, not Google Play. There's an Instagram. Can't wait to figure out what the image <laughs> for this one's going to be. <laughs> See if I can get Shaq in any fucking gymnastics situation whatsoever. Just Kathy Bates start and some Googling Muppets, man. right now. <laughs> some Muppets. Um, yeah, we have a website probably still. Um... You can find us. Gar- just look up a Garbage Fire Podcast on all the things and you can find us. Uh, also, yeah, we don't know when we're going to do this again because uh, there's a baby coming. So we'll see what happens. But hopefully... We'll see what happens, gang. Hopefully we'll be able to maintain some kind of a regular-ish thing. Hopefully. I think there's just, like... It's been a lot this year, man. It there's has been so a lot. so much we can do. It has been... Yeah, it has been a lot. And uh, it's going to keep being a lot until... It's not. So uh, go get your vaccines. And uh, as always, thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you in the dumpster. <laughs>